0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to this day in Philly Sports History for August 11, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Before we get into the episode, quick housekeeping. New Back to the Future is up and ready to go wherever you get your podcasts as well as YouTube. We took a dive into Andrew Bynum. It's the anniversary of when the Sixers made the trade and All of the the circus that went with that. So be sure to check that out. That's Back to the Future with a PH wherever you get your podcasts as well as on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe and spread the word. And while you're liking and subscribing, go ahead and like and subscribe this podcast as well. Okay. The union are in action tonight against their old friends from the group stage, uh, Corretero. Uh, from the Mexican League. They are on course. If they win tonight. Which they beat Corretaro 5-1 to last time. Uh, if Miami wins tonight. Then Messi comes to Subaru Park next Tuesday. I think it was. So um, really interesting to see. I mean with Messi. Uh, Miami's been really good. Uh, don't know how that's going to translate into more of the MLS season since this he came in and really he's been playing well during this tournament uh, which the Mexican League just started so we'll see I mean it'll be a good test for for both teams if they can take care of business tonight and set that up for next week but more on that as we get there uh, some Flyers news that I actually missed yesterday they did make a trade on Wednesday they got the rights to College prospect Massimo Rizzo uh, and a 2025 fifth round pick for the rights to David Case. Uh, they ended up doing that trade with Carolina. So it's the uh, Rizzo was a guy that uh, Danny Breyer wanted. So I really like this. Like when they were doing the Tony D'Angelo saga with trading him back to Carolina, and they weren't allowed to. This was a guy that that Danny Breyer kind of had earmarked and had his eyes on. So. The fact that he was able to get him and he really kind of worked to get him, Like I'm going to give Danny the, the benefit of the doubt at this point. Um, like I said, it's different than those other um, – we talked a lot about this with the Flyers, but it's different than the normal Old Boys Network because I feel Danny Breyer went to the University of Pennsylvania Wharton Business School program on – General manager, cap space, things like that. And he worked as an Italian talent evalu- evaluator, scout, all those positions, kind of worked his way up. So he did it the right way. So if he likes him and had his eye on him, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know who else you should give the benefit of the doubt to? phillygoat.com not that they need the benefit of the doubt because what they have is just incredible and they have been churning out new shirts non-stop recently and just in time for back to school the, the phillies playoff run eagle season kicking off uh, just go check them out the brand new shirt that was just dropped yesterday uh, is an amazing believe shirt that is has the phillies pinstripes so be sure to check that out and the best part about this shirt is, if you get it in a different color, technically you can use it for all of the Philly sports teams. So it's one-stop shop for for your your Philly sports apparel needs. Uh, but that belief shirt is hot. Like I said, I mean, I might as well just get an automatic Philly Goat deduction out of my paycheck, so that way I can just I'm spending money there anyway. So I might as well just get it set up. But go to PhillyGoat.com. Be sure to use the promo code Jim Montgomery for your 10% off. It helps us out. It helps you out. Obviously, it helps Philly Goat out. But if you use that promo code, you get 10% off, and then it gets credited to me, which in turn helps our algorithm out when it comes to growing this podcast. So use the promo code Jim Montgomery for all of your apparel needs on phillygoat.com. Okay, Philly's update. Speaking of believe. They got the three out of four from Washington that they need it, six to two, kind of a slow start to this game. I don't know if it was uh, the the no-hitter hangover, literally, and maybe even figuratively, who knows. But then they had a a home run explosion, three two-run shots by Turner, Cassianos, and JT proved to be the difference. A little bit of concern, Bryce left with what appeared to be back spasms. He's currently listed as day-to-day, so we'll see what happens uh, I know it's alumni weekend and there's uh, crux said it himself on the game yesterday. So a lot of alumni coming in this weekend are looking forward to seeing Bryce play. So hopefully it's nothing major and he'll be back out there. Uh, they are playing the twins, which I think the last time I checked were the first place team in the AL central. Uh, it's basically a two team race between them and Cleveland. Um, so it's not a, a slouch of a weekend, but, uh, The Phillies are really turning it on, so it shouldn't be an issue for them at all. Eagles in action tomorrow night in Baltimore. Uh, Their big story yesterday, there were reports of some communication issues between the defensive uh, units, Uh, basically, I think, between coach and personnel and getting on the field at the right time. and I think you're going to have this, and I know it was a big topic on 94 WIP yesterday, but I think you're going to have this in the preseason with a new coach. Uh, you might even see it tomorrow on the, the game, uh, but I'd rather this now than in a few weeks in uh, New England or that month, or Sunday night game. I think it's a Sunday night game, or is it a Monday night The home opener against Minnesota Uh, either way you don't want to see it there Uh, so better now get that worked out Um, and again we'll have more on the defense later this month on this podcast but I I think get the Kings worked out now Uh, you still have a month before the season starts so there is time I'm not that concerned uh, because as Allen Iverson says we're talking about practice man Uh, If they look crappy tomorrow and they can't get it together, then maybe we'll be a little concerned, but we're talking about practice, not the game, not the game, practice. All right, today we're going to go back to 2004, and on this day, back in 2004, the Phillies beat the Rockies 15-4 at Citizens Bank Park with another offensive explosion similar to last night, but a little bit better. Uh, J-Roll and Chase each hit home runs. Jim Tomei hit two home runs. And two home runs were hit by the most unlikely of sources, Randy Wolf. Wolf actually went three for three with three RBIs that game, uh, scored three runs, pitched seven innings, gave up four earned runs, had six Ks, and just continued the offensive explosion. So him and Tomei both had two homers. Chase and J-Roll went deep. And as unlikely as it seems, it has happened eight times in Philly's history where a pitcher has gone deep two times in one game. We talked about a few of these, but Jack Knight did it in 1926. Phil Collins, not that Phil Collins, did it in 1930. Uh, he could feel it in the air tonight. Okay, I will stop with the dad jokes. Um, ba-boom, ba-boom, never mind. Um Rick Wise did it twice in 1971, once during a no-hitter, which we talked about on this podcast. Larry Christensen did it in 1976. Randy Lurch in 78. Robert Person, which we talked about on this podcast in 2002. And then Randy Wolf uh, in 2004. I'm going to go on record and say I, the likelihood of this ever happening again with the DH in both leagues is very, very slim. Never say never because you never know what's going to happen. Somebody like uh, Otani could do it. Uh, I'm saying from my perspective with the Phillies, because this is a Philly sports-based podcast, it's not going to happen in Philadelphia. I'm like 99.9% sure, kind of like the lottery odds. Like I'm pretty sure – I'm never going to win the lottery. Pretty sure this is never going to happen. But on this day, Randy Wolf went deep twice in a 15-4 win over the Rockies, joining the likes of Rick Wise, Phil Collins, and Robert Person as Phillies put pitchers to hit two home runs in one game. Want more Phillies coverage? Check out our friends at 2008 Phils. In the description, wherever you're watching or listening to this, there is a link specifically for This Day in Philly Sports History listeners for 75% off a subscription, which gets you access to all of their posts. I talked yesterday about the... uh, Post on Trey Turner, uh, and he just tugged, he talked about his kid's little leg, really hit home for me. So be sure to check that out. Uh, the subscription will give you 75% off, like I said, access to all of the posts, the discussions, everything they have on their site behind the paywall. You get the 2008 World Series banner t shirt. 2008 fills will follow your Twitter account, access to giveaways, tickets, merchandise, memorabilia. Um, and it's only two dollars a month, or twenty dollars for the whole year. So be sure to check out that link in the description. All right, we talked touch a little bit on the Eagles, but now time for our thirty-one questions in thirty-one days. I feel like there should be cool music. I got to work on the production. And again, if I had a baba buoy, so buy the T-shirts, subscribe to the newsletter. And hopefully I can get a Baba buoy so I can have some cool music playing as we go into the 31 questions in 31 days. But we talked about right guard and how that position battle seemed to be over before it even started. But what about the rest of the offensive line? They're starting to get older. Um, they lost Isaac Samala, which we said... Um, And the health, I mean, for the most part, they've been relatively healthy. And when they've had injuries, I'm thinking like Kelsey specifically and Lane Johnson last year, they've been able to play through it. So as they're another year older, you have to think that that's a legitimate question mark for this team. Overall, though, I think the offensive line has been the strength of this team, the bread and butter um, it's the reason why Jalen Hurts is who he is. Um, it's the reason they won the Super Bowl in 2017. Um, Carson kind of blew that himself because he was one to not get rid of the ball and just hold it, held to it too long. But yes, you, you saw it with Nick Foles, like this line, I mean, and it, you also see it with running back. Look at the guys they've brought in that have had success. Jay Jay, LeGarrette Blount, uh, Miles Sanders. Like It seems like whoever they're bringing in is able to be successful because of this offensive line and I think that's a testament to Jeff Stoutland. So, yes, Kelsey's another year older. He's always, like the past couple of years, he's been contemplating retirement, but he's reliable. He's going to play through the injuries. He's smart uh, and is the, the leader of that line and one of the leaders of the team lane johnson is just one tough i tried to turn down tone down my cursing somewhat but he's one tough motherfucker like i mean it is what it is say what you want about this that or the other i mean the dude played through like a torn ab muscle or whatever last year so He's going to be there uh, unless like body parts are hanging off. And then even then, he still is going to try to find a way to play. or and Dickerson are like the future. They're young. They're big. Uh, just saw a, thing, a vignette or a package on them the other day. They're like best friends, which is kind of cool. Like, And the fact that they're playing next to each other. Like, I like that whole dynamic with them. We talked about Cam Jurgens yesterday, and I think the key to this offensive line is the depth. And the guys that are put into a position to be successful because of Jeff Stoutland. Um, they can survive an injury or two if a guy misses a couple games here or there. They're able to survive that because of the depth. And that I mean that's a testament to how he putting a priority on offensive line and getting those guys in here through the draft. But I mean, you get the guys in here and then Jeff Stoutland puts them through whatever Jeff Stoutland you is. And they, they come out and they're just, all right, they can play multiple positions and they're versatile. And somebody goes down, like you have the utmost confidence that they're going to go in and and be fine. Obviously it would be terrible if multiple guys on that um, offensive line went down. But, again, I feel like they're, they're going to go from, like, an elite offensive line to maybe, like, the average or above average offensive line. Like, if you were to replace all five of the starters, I think you would still be at least the top half of the offensive line. So, again, barring something catastrophic, I think this is going to, once again, be the strength of this team. You're going to see Jalen be able to do what he does and be successful. I think you're going to see Rashad Penny, DeAndre Swift, Gainwell, all of those running backs. You're not going to need to have that number one, and you're going to see them all be able to do their thing because of this offensive line. And again, it starts with Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson, the two anchors of that line. So I I don't have any Questions really about them getting older. Um, they're obviously they're motivated. They're a very cohesive group. You saw them all come in with the the green overalls into training camp. So I, I think this is the best offensive line unit in the league, and it's not even close. Whether that can help, help translate into the offense, we'll see. But I, I don't see why it would not, because they've given us no reason to think that it wouldn't. All right. On this day, back in 2004, Jim Tomey and Randy Wolf hit two home runs in a game. Uh, Randy Wolf became the eighth, seventh pitcher, eighth time that it happened in Philly history. Probably never going to see it again, but just remember, Phil Collins did it in 1930, um, and now that song is going to be in your head all day because I can feel it in the air tonight. Anyway. Phil's look to take two out of three this weekend against those Minnesota Twins. Union look to move on to the League's Cup semifinals against Corretero, setting up a possible matchup with Messi. Flyers have been active. I'm excited to see real Eagles football tomorrow. Uh, It's been a very disappointing and long offseason, so it doesn't even matter if it's the second or third team. I'm excited to see some football. What do you say? This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. Go have yourselves a Friday. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.